host and director of New Experience, Sydney Brunschweiler. Before we begin, just relax, pour yourself a drink, and just get ready to soak in all the shit I'm about to speak about. Well, you two didn't too. Three, I'm soaked. Today, I will be drinking a nice, but not so nice, tequila water. Because what's a better drink that depicts something good for you and something bad for you? Hi, so today we will be talking about self-sabotage, something that I am an absolute pro at. I will try not to cry or break down in this podcast, but if I do, I'm not sorry. This is a really personal topic for me. Even right now, I am partaking in self-sabotage. I am not here to help people out with their problems. That's not my job. I'm 18, I'm not in college, I don't know what I'm doing with my life, and I'm in no position to tell you how to fix your problems. But I am here to bring it to light, show people that they aren't alone, and give an ear to listen to what you all have to go through. But I will not tell you what you need to do to fix your problem. Because I'm in no position to tell you all that. I'm a train wreck myself. I do this nearly every day and I've done it for years. People consider self-sabotage to just be procrastination, self-medicating with drugs or alcohol, comfort eating or a lack thereof, and any form of self-harm. But that's just the surface of it all. When talking about this, it is easy to say, oh yeah, they're sabotaging their lives. But there are some ways that we all self-sabotage that you don't realize is self-sabotage because the consequences do not follow until much later, making the connection between them very hard to find. Though the consequences aren't as subtle, what leads people to self-sabotage is. We accumulate this idea, this distorted perception that leads us to undermine, underestimate our capabilities, causing us to suppress our feelings so we don't get hurt. Or the opposite, you lash out so people stay away again so you don't get hurt it is all about not getting hurt feeling the pain of disappointment the pain of betrayal and failure but little do you know self-sabotage still brings that pain but instead you are the one inflicting it on yourself. We actively or passively take steps to stop ourselves from doing things we love, reaching our goals, living our dream lives. It affects every aspect of our lives, our relationships, our careers, and of course, our personal goals. It is so frustrating, so fucking frustrating it seems to just ruin everything that it touches 
makes you lose confidence in yourself and everything you do it makes you feel stuck like there's nothing you can do nothing you are capable of you lack belief in yourself or you are just too embarrassed to achieve that goal you've been bruised before laughed at mocked had no one in your corner or you believed that no one was in your corner so now you have this instinct to shut things down before someone or something comes for you first we self-sabotage because we lack self-worth self-discipline we fear success or want success but fear failure. A common thing with those of us who like to dig our own graves is that we have zero self-worth, or at least very low self-worth. Low self-esteem, fuck it, low self-awareness. Even if we think we do, we don't. And we don't just suffer with low self-esteem, no, no. We are the reason that that self-esteem is so fucking low. We constantly, constantly put ourselves down. We overanalyze the compliments we get or the lack thereof. We stare in the mirror too long. We don't eat. We overeat. We, We don't agree with anything positive because we could always find the negative because we know we are not worth anything not good enough to be good to be perfect to this day i cannot take a compliment to heart people see it as me being vain or people see it as me being humble but in reality i just don't believe them or it feels wrong too it sort of deals with being a female and i know how mean us girls can be with our little backhanded compliments so if one compliments me i overthink it or even if my partner compliments me my head just thinks oh yeah they're obligated to say those things they don't really mean it like what the fuck what the fuck why can't i just accept a fucking compliment and go but no no instead i overthink it I overanalyze it. I simply just overanalyze myself. And it is all thanks to that little critic in our heads. I've named my Jennifer. And she is a mythic bitch. I named her because I don't like to believe that she's me. It doesn't feel like me because it it truly isn't what I want what i believe jennifer ruins me destroys my confidence in anything i do and and without confidence we will do things to stop ourselves from achieving our full potential sometimes you win your battles with a critic but when you don't and they knock you down a peg it sucks because you don't believe in yourself anymore and when we don't believe in ourselves there's no way in hell that we are achieving our goals if we constantly tell ourselves that we are not good enough to have what we want 
what we need the only way we will act is to act accordingly to what we tell ourselves whether it's not being able to say no to things that we don't want to do which i'm guilty of majority of the time and this is because we aren't confident enough to just fucking say no and fear someone will hate you and we just want to fit in we don't want drama we just do it or we become this control freak who wants to try to make our lives perfect because we don't want others to see our flaws we've had people pick them up before no that's not happening again it is fucking torture and with all of this it's you it's your mind it is your fault you are putting yourself through this torture and some of us have no fucking clue why we even do this to ourselves the first sign i noticed of my self-sabotage was how much i procrastinated in school i mean i think we all pretty much do that now whether you're in middle school or in college but i did it because i noticed I still got pretty good grades even when I did things last minute. So why waste time doing them before when I could just do it minutes before the deadline? And it wasn't just because I was lazy and slacking off, but I got a high off that last minute adrenaline that we get. And that literally was my fuel all through high school. But it isn't just school I would procrastinate, I would also procrastinate my life goals. There's so much that I want to achieve, so much I want to learn, and I always have plenty of time to do it. But what do I do instead? I lay in bed, or on my floor, doing absolutely nothing relevant. And in a way, it makes me fear, it makes me think I fear my own success. I always think that I drive and live off that stress and adrenaline from doing things at the last moment. But when it comes to my life, or when it comes to our lives in general, we have no deadlines. Of course, there's that one deadline of dying, but other than that, there are none. You are the one who assigns the deadline, so you are the one who can change them. And I constantly change my deadline. I still always try to eventually do what I want to, but it doesn't feel right. When we have worked hard for something that we want to succeed in, we tend to worry if we are truly capable, truly qualified, and fear being exposed as a fraud. I want to learn the guitar for fun, not to be a musician. I want to learn how to waltz, not because I want to become a dancer, but because I think it's beautiful. It just somehow feels wrong to know this, to have a talent or knowledge of, 
on random things if you don't specialize in it. I blame this a bit on society making us think we should stick to one hobby or one interest and just roll with that for the rest of our lives. But in reality, this just helps fuel the fear that we already have, that we just can't do it, and that fear of success leads us to behave in ways that limit our success. And even if we don't fear success, even if we really do want to succeed, we fear failure. And when we fear failure, we tend to develop a rather pessimistic mindset. Those who self-sabotage tend to like it when they are in control of themselves and their future. But succeeding isn't only determined by you, but sometimes by other things which hinders our ability to be in control. So you begin to list all the negative outcomes, everything that could go wrong. And we do this because it feels like we are in control because we think we know how it'll all end up. But when doing this, you ignore all the positive outcomes and you only see the negative and this starts to scare you you realize all of the consequences and you start to back out because you fear failing by doing this constantly you begin to disappoint yourself and this disappointment that you've created now fuels the feeling of guilt and frustration that you already have for yourself and you begin to degrade yourself to beat yourself up again lowering your self-esteem and it is all due to the fear of putting our all into something into our goals and it won't be enough to actually be successful we tend to walk away when things become a challenge because we always jump to that conclusion that we can't do it instead of actually try to fucking do it. It is far easier to give yourself a reason as to why you failed than to give it your all and not succeed. And it seems that this is the main reason we all self-sabotage. But we don't just drop the topic, we push it back. Say, oh, we'll do it next month, we'll try it in a year, we'll try it next week. But we keep pushing that deadline farther back because we don't want to get embarrassed. We don't want to kid ourselves in thinking we can actually succeed. Self-sabotaging doesn't only affect us, but those around us. I think anyone who actively knows that they self-sabotage can back me up when I say that being in a relationship, whether it's romantic or platonic, is so 
fucking hard. It is hard for you to commit to your partner or your friends, to trust them, to believe they'll always be there, even if that connection is what you truly want. When you've been hurt before, overthink or have that fear of being hurt again and again. That critic in your head, fucking Jennifer, is telling you to end the relationship. Tells you that you're hurting them or they're hurting you or tells you that they don't truly love you and they're just using you for your body, your status, whatever you want to blame it all. Even if this is obviously not the case, your mind always thinks something is wrong and it's all to avoid the risk of pain. But the voice in our head isn't always at fault. First off, a lot of us date people who are not right for us and it takes time to realize what we actually need. Toxic, abusive relationships are very common either because you can't address your needs, can't say no, or date those who just confirm with the voice in your head, driving down your self-esteem. Or one not many people realize, but you think you can fix the person. You distract yourself with their problems instead of addressing yours. You are also the issue, not just them, but you only see them as a fixer-upper and not you. But sometimes we don't realize that we are the one who's toxic. We act in ways that sabotage our own relationships, not just by being in a toxic relationship with someone else, but you being toxic for them. Some of us act passive aggressively. If you know me, I fault to this one. And it's because we don't know how to healthily tell someone that something is wrong. It's just, we can't do it. We can't admit that there's something wrong with us and that it's all your fault. And it's not just by acting passive aggressively. Some of us are fucking aggressive. Some people have trouble managing their anger. And all of this ends in many fights with your friends or partners. Everything becomes so hard, so much harder than it needs to be. Breaking free from self-sabotage is hard they say you have to figure out where it stems from and once you find that destroy the idea practice self-compassion self-forgiveness do a fucking gratitude journal i don't know but you are no longer in survival mode there was no need 
you to be in survival mode. Sure, be cautious, but never overly cautious where it destroys you. And from there, try to build a healthier and more effective way to protect yourself. Figure out what you want, talk about your needs, learn what sets you off, get comfortable with your failure. And I'm not saying this like it is easy. Like I said at the start, I fucking struggle with this so much. I beat myself up for this, for everything I do. I've never been so disappointed in myself as I am right now. There is so much I could have done, could have experienced, could have learned, but what have I done? I've done nothing. And I hate doing nothing. I hope expressing this helps you realize some things or learn something. I don't need anyone's pity. I'm talking about this because I need to address it. Because it made me realize I need help. I need to help myself and do things that I want to do. I want to have a successful future. I want to learn things. I want to have fun. I want to explore. And I just can't sabotage myself anymore. I love who I am. I love my friends, my family. I don't want to hurt any of them. I'm tired of hurting myself. I can't do this and neither should anyone else who's listening to this you are good enough do you you are your own person you are your own life just do you and if you need it ask for help because i needed it and i had nobody until now Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're on. Thank you for your support.